back to another episode of Summer of the Crossbar. Today I am joined by Rocco. Hello. And Jude. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so Rocco, you're a Chelsea fan, obviously. He, if, you if you don't know who Rocco is, yeah. I mean, what you've are been, you thinking? Yeah, exactly. You've been on the podcast probably too many times, to be honest. And Jude, Basically, Tottenham fan, you've been on the podcast once, haven't you? Yes. With Rocco. When we were face to face, unfortunately we we're on a call, but you know it is what it is. Um, how are you doing? Um, good. So, uh, you doing all right? I've just been watching a lot of Bundesliga. Yeah. Yeah, watching that. But like with my with my illegal streaming software. Yeah. Hasn't been like working. Like, no, there's like websites as well, but like. Yeah. But I, I, we don't, I, I don't want to get like a virus or anything, but I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm always kind of like... No, I was thinking, you know, um, you know how like Premier League is the biggest league in the world? Yeah. Isn't Bundesliga the biggest league in the world now? Yeah, but obviously... Because it's the only league in the world. Because it's the only league. Because that... Is it? Yeah. There are a couple of leagues that are going on. Anyway, so today we're here to talk about whether we think the Premier League should restart. So obviously we've all been missing football for how long now? Quite a few months, since about March, all right? It's felt Yeah, it's felt like a thousand years, all right? But so obviously I think we all want it to come back, but whether it's actually the right decision... That's... I got so bored that I'm watching Hakeem Ziyech goal compilations. <laughs> just gassing him up for when he actually comes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. If he actually does come, like, yeah. are we? how long are we going to be oh, here for? I reckon he's definitely coming. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know. It's done, it's just... It like... is done. I, I just don't know whether he'll... When? When. I mean, we don't. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, whether there'll ever be a plane flight ever again, I don't even know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um anyway, so Yeah, I mean yeah, so to start it all off, I'm gonna we're gonna talk about some transfer news. To do with both Chelsea and Tottenham. We're gonna start it off with Chelsea. I've got one trans bit of transfer news for you, Rocker. I think you know you know about it, obviously, Pianic and the Jorginho situation. Um yeah. so I mean you know much more than me, I think. Um, about why it's happening. I mean, why... It's partly because Sari wants Jorginho. Sari loves Jorginho. I mean, he's every single club he's gone to, he's brought Jorginho with him. Sari's the reason that Jorginho's at Chelsea right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sari obviously sees something in him, but in my opinion, Pjanic is a more talented player. Pjanic yeah. has a lot of experience in football. He's a big name. Um, and... I mean, but... The thing is, our midfield is so good right now. With Kante, obviously, this hasn't been his best season, but the talent is there. Yeah. And then Kovacic, this has been an amazing season for him. And I feel like we need to work more on the one the one position that we really, really need to get someone in is left-back, I think. Yeah. Because right now we're playing Aspilicueta out of position there. But I obviously, if it's a swap, then... If there's no money involved... If there's no money involved, then I would take that. Because I, I just think that Pjanic is a better player. Yeah, I mean, uh, tw- is 28 and Pjanic is 30. Jorginho is probably in his prime years, probably. I mean, he's yeah. getting there. 
Pjanic is probably past his prime. Um, we've got actually a few stats here. Um, so we've got... So Jorginho has, uh, has gotten seven goals and two assists in 37 games in all competitions. And yep. he's also gotten 13 yellow cards. Pjanic has is is you know I guess a, as I said a world class player who's passed his prime, and this season in all competitions he's scored three goals and gotten four assists in thirty two games. So he's and he's only gotten seven yellow cards. So I think they've both had average seasons. I'd say. Um, yeah, I mean, with that's the thing with they're they're both box to box players or like more more defensive I think than attacking midfielders, but. That goal and assist ratios, in my opinion, doesn't really show show their talent. But it's not necessary. Yeah, thing. it's not their job. I mean, what I found quite surprising um, when I saw that is Jorginho's only gotten two assists, which is pretty poor, I think, for a midfielder. Um, I think yes, yes, yes. In, yes. in the same position as you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think because also I think Jorginho's best talent is passing. So yeah, and dribbling. Dribbling, he's okay at, but I think passing. He's got he's got very good vision. That it's not he he's very indirectly linked to goals. I yeah, think. yeah. I mean, I th- I he I think he is definitely a good player. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but yeah. whether he is as good as Pjanic or if he's better than Pjanic, I don't really know because I don't really no. know much about Sorry, Pjanic. He obviously, sees something in him. But... Yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, Sari sees something in Jorginho, Jorginho, but he doesn't see anything in Pjanic. So that's what really Frank Lampard should be thinking about. Yeah, um, because Sarri is obviously a top manager and he's up for the trade, which are kind of, I don't know, which yeah. is kind of a sign that there might be something in Jorginho, there might be something missing in Pjanic. But obviously a lot of that is to do with we're two different teams and we're two different play styles. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. we're uh, working on our midfield too much though. You think you're working on your midfield too much? Well, we've got Ziyech, who I think will be an amazing addition to the club, no. because right now, our, right now, our attacking midfield, we don't really have one. Kovacic is a box-to-box, Kante's more defensive, but a box-to-box. We don't really have an attacking, skillful midfielder, that, apart from Mason Mount. And, and yeah. Billy Gilmore, obviously, is on the come-up, but I don't think... He's, I, mean, I, I don't think he's ready yet. I don't think he's ready for, start, for starting Premier League games. Yeah. I think that he very soon will be like a, a top, top, top class attacking midfielder. But I think that right now we need somebody like Ziyech who has already proven their talent, uh, especially tr- even if it's just for a couple of seasons. But I think that we do need something like him more than someone like Pjanic. Mm. Um, so with Pjanic, as I say, he's 30 and he's past his prime. And I think... The last question for you regarding this transfer is Sari, obviously old Chelsea coach, he saw yeah. something in Jorginho which he didn't see in Pjanic. Now, do you think that's either... Uh, do you think that's because he thinks Jorginho's in his prime and... <laughs> um, he thinks Jorginho's in his prime and um, Pjanic is past his prime or do you think that's because... Um, just because he knows... Jorginho better or what do you think why do you I think really, he, why do you I think he's chosen see, yeah he's just chasing and chasing after Jorginho time and time again I, I, I really can't see why I mean some people are saying that 
it's like they've got like Italian, they're both Italian, obviously. Mm. They've got some sort of like personal relationship. Yeah. Uh, like they're friends. I'm mad still, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there, there's some, there is some kind of element of them knowing each other and then being friends. And I think that Sari definitely thinks that Georgina is obviously a player with a lot of potential, but. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think yeah. it's hard to say. Um, so, obviously, that would be my free transfer. Moving on to Spurs. Um, so, I don't know if you know about this, Jude. Um, I actually didn't know about it until I researched it about 15 minutes ago. So, yeah. Um, do you know who Milic, Milic is from Napoli? Probably knows him from FIFA. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Polish Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he is linked with um, Tottenham, uh, partly because he... Because you're atta- you have no depth in attacking, um, you have no depth in attack. You've only got Son and Harry Kane. Um, that's literally your two only players that are probably Premier League level. Um, I think you've got who's that youngster that's coming up? Parrot is his name. I I don't know what his name. Uh, Parrot, yeah. Yeah. So could have another double entry. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, but anyway, you're interested interested in Millet. His stats are. Um, Your huh? Your camera's paused. My camera's paused. Oh, yeah. there. It's back. Am I back? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, where did I write this down? Okay, so yeah, you're interested in Milik, who's gotten 12 goals in 22 games in all competitions. Now, I think if you saw that in the Premier League, that's very impressive, all right? I think that's, de- that's decent, especially for a striker who's going to be a backup striker. That's pretty good. Then you've got to remember that he's in Syria. So, I mean, I don't know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that. Again? He plays for Napoli, which is a top club. So, But he, he's got to compete goals-wise with... Harry Trace Kane. Mertens. Oh, no, I'm talking about a Napoli right now with his current record. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mertens is a top striker who we were interested in. I'm not and Insigne. Insigne as well. And Insigne. So they've got top attackers. So I don't think the goal record is too much to show his talent. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point actually. That they will be helping him out. They're, I mean, they are they are two world class players. Yeah. Um Any thoughts on that, Jude? No, not really. I mean, like obviously, you're talking about Son and Harry Kane are obviously um, our top like tier attackers at the moment. We also have like Mora and Bergwin, but I feel like Mourinho is playing them in the wrong positions. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe Milik would be a good addition to the team. But I feel like if he did join the team, maybe Mourinho Mourinho wouldn't play him enough. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you said um, you think Bergwin is that what you're saying Bergwin or Bergwin? Bergwin, I think it is right. Bergwin. Bergwin. Um, Bergwin and Mora. They're playing in the wrong positions. I mean, Mora has been playing originally at PSG. He played more on the right um, or or yeah. on the wing, and he's kind of transformed into an attacking player. Um, like more in the middle. Yes. Bergwin, he's also been played up front um, a bit every now and then for Tottenham. Do you think that Moore would be better on the wing or do you think he's more of a middle player? No, like, mm, I don't know because he, he's like very good at the wing. I think he is more of a middle player but with certain games like when he's playing Son and Kane like when they're uninjured like he, he should be playing them uh, on the wings because 
um, one of the last games before coronavirus, obviously, uh, Son and Kane weren't there. Yeah, and, and, and they played up front. And I think he was playing Bergman up front and then Mora behind him. And then the rest was just flat midfielders and defenders. Uh, it didn't I, work. Yeah, it, it really did. Was that against yeah, Chelsea? You have way too much attack. Was that against um, Chelsea, was that? I think it was. It might have been. I don't know. Anyway, I, I feel like I remember watching that against Chelsea when... Yeah, anyway. Um, you guys have way too much attack, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Mora is amazing, and he doesn't even get that much playtime with Kane and Son around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Bergwin's getting a bit more, but you have... Compared to, let's say, your defence, or... Uh, your midfield, you've got way too much attack. So you you think, Rocco, that that's not a good place to... Well, I think, well, that's money that can be made and then spent in other positions. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, that, that's fair enough. Anyway, into the main topic now, um, with the coronavirus situation and how the Premier League has been postponed and is apparently going to come back in June. Um, I'll start with uh, Jude, because obviously Rocco's taken a bit of a, you know... <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, do, do, do you think um, the Premier League should return? No, in... I don't think it's doable in June. No, I, I think it should keep it for later. Obviously, in June 1st, I believe, uh, teachers and some students are going back. I think it's the younger kids. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so they're going back then, and obviously they could play They, they could play behind doors, which it would, they would obviously have to play behind doors if they started in June. But... Um, Obviously, players like Kyle Walker have been like having people around and stuff. So I think if they can secure like their team has had a 40, fourteen day quarantine, then maybe. But if they like can't like see if they've been out or not, so yeah. I mean, obviously now the players are back in training. I I think. Um, Rocco, can you just give me your opinion? Don't go into facts just yet, because we'll progress into that. But do you think that the um, Premier League should restart? I mean, not restart, like, resume in the next month or two? Uh, it depends so much on what kind of happens, because you can't really see into the future. Yeah. Um, if, if it's kind of the same as it is now, no. And there's also some stuff that I'm not going to go into now, but there's a lot of controversy. That, yeah, but also stuff that can affect individual clubs. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. And I mean, you've got to get some clever people to kind of decide what to do. It's a really hard situation. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the main thing that um, the government, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about politics, but the government has probably not realise is that there is guaranteed there is going to be a second wave all right so there is going to be you know this the corona we've we're now kind of getting leading off the first peak of the coronavirus and there's going to be a second peak no doubt about it all right we know that um so the government say restarting the premier league it wouldn't be it wouldn't be smart at the end of the day because i think the first first of all the, the first thing that you're doing when you restart something as big as that is that you're saying so these people um are playing how many i mean look let's say 30 people are training together players are training together at least if not more i mean you've in in you bring about 
18 people to a football match. 18 players to a football match. You know, so there's probably about 30 people, right? Then you've got staff as well. Let's say there's another 20 staff. You've got about 50 people all together, you know, back at work. And I think, I think that would make um, people, like in England, more relaxed yeah. and laid back. Um, we saw at Brighton Beach, loads of people were at Brighton Beach yesterday, I thought, or the yeah. day before, you know. So do you think, in a political way, n- not about football, do you think, um, I'll start off, Jude, do you think that is... Thinking in that like way, do you think that's a good idea? Uh, I I don't know because obviously, if one player gets it, like the whole club could fall. Right. Yeah. And uh, starting from that, obviously they need to like as I was saying before, they need to be like tested and made that like secured that they can't get it or like just taken more care of because. Obviously, yeah, and obviously it's influenced football fans to go outside. Everyone's going outside. It's, it's obviously going to raise again because of the the government aren't giving clear advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely right. I mean, Rocco, what do you do? You agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna kind of send a, a message indirectly that things are going back to normal. And which isn't I true. Think, which isn't true. And I think the reason that it's been able to resume in Germany so quickly is that Germany handled it so well and went straight into yeah. a re- very strict lockdown. And we haven't. I just, we yeah, haven't. we haven't. Because and I just don't think it would... I think we're going to be one of the last countries that, because France and Italy and Spain, they all have very, very strict lockdowns. Yeah. And, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the government went with the kind of... Um, they went for the kind of, let's make everyone get it yeah. and then we'll all be immune, which uh, they kind of messed up on because they were yeah. like... Well, they were halfway through doing that and, and then, then they were like, oh, no, 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 let's go into lockdown now. So, anyway, enough about politics. Um, so, we've got players such as Tammy Abraham. Um, I'll, start with, I'll start off with... Ta- uh, actually, no, I won't. I'll start off with the recent case of six Premier League teams have tested positive for the virus, all right? Um, two of them that I know of are Burnley and Watford. We'll start off Burnley. Um, their assistant manager has gotten the virus. Um, now, obviously, the assistant manager is a huge role, like, massive role when you actually think about it. If they did not have the assistant manager on the pitch, I mean, like, or, you know, you know what I mean, like, you know, uh, on the sidelines, then that would... Definitely influence the team. Um, Burnley, I think they're better like mid-table, aren't they? I mean, I'm not going to check, but yeah. they're not doing awesomely like they did, I think, two seasons ago or last season when they got into Europe. But, you know, they're doing okay. If they didn't... They're about... I think there's like 10 games to go or something. Yeah. I mean, they could easily... With the state of the Premier League right now, a mid-table club could easily, in this next 10 games, get relegated. Mm. Was it so yeah. tight? It's so tight, isn't it? Um, so what do you think? And then we've also got Troy Deeney, who has a five-month-year-old baby. Um, he, his baby apparently had breathing issues when he when it was born, I think, or recently. Um, he's not going to go to training because 
he doesn't want his kid to get the virus, or he doesn't want yeah. to get the virus. Even if there's someone that's at risk. Right, exactly. Um, uh, and he, he said, why am I allowed to jump up for a header with five other people and not get a haircut? Which is a really good point, because it's once again saying, why am I allowed to do this, but I'm not allowed to do that? Which is what's going to be going through people's heads. Why are these people allowed to play together? Why are four, you know, 20 oh, people allowed to play? Exactly. So that's what's going to happen. All right. Guaranteed. So, um, and then, you know, Dini is not going to go to training. All right. And that is a huge blow for Watford. Um, because he is, pro- he's. He's a stopper. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think about that, Rocco? I mean, I just think that uh, with Watford, uh, obviously in a right now in a in a relegation battle, uh, or they they could they they could get relegated. It's Easily. it's, a, it's a possibility. It's a big possibility. And without their star player, star goal scorer, main attacker, and captain, because Troy Deeney Troy Deeney is the the captain of the club, and I just think that. Even disregarding him as his as a uh, talented player, him just being the captain and keeping the morale up, and especially in a battle, yeah, uh, relegation battle, I just think that it will heavily increase Watford's ch- chances of relegate of relegation, and, and Watford fans won't be happy. Exactly, and to prove that, um, at the start of the season he was injured, and that's when they won They didn't win a game until yeah. he came back. Or until he moved into the team. So, obviously, him being a captain is yeah. really... I mean, he's been at that club for ages, for years. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Watford is his club. So, you know, what do you think about especially, that? Especially with a club with not as much talent and not as much... Um, I mean, yeah, apart from him, they only have Delefeu. to lay back on. Delefeu and him are the only players, really, that Watford can... Rely yeah, it's on. like if Barcelona... If Suarez got injured at Barcelona... That's, they, that wouldn't affect them that heavily because they've got yeah. so many players to yeah. lean back on. Yeah. Watford are a relatively uh, small club with not that much money and not that many star, like talented players to lay back on. And, I mean, yeah. I mean, but then if you... You kind of can't really cater for everyone. Yeah. What, do, what? I mean, what do you think, Jude? I mean, yeah, it's just... I guess it's like because certain clubs could go out there and they could just go on with it, like because they can basically. There's no like there haven't been. They have enough debt in the team. In their club and all that, yeah, and also like again, Watford, like they aren't the richest, and they could just like their club could be like finished without their star player. Yeah, I mean, I think. Now, I'll move on to Tammy Abraham um, with how um, he, his dad, he lives with, his, with all of his family, with his mum, his dad, everyone in-house. Um, his dad has, is a sufferer from asthma, has really bad asthma. Um, it, it, and people with asthma are at risk. I mean, Judy of asthma, quite bad, yeah. right? So, exactly. So, um, if he were to bring back the virus, which he could easily do, then his, very his dad could easily die very very easily because you've got the viral load which is like if you were to cough on if you have don't have the virus that bad 
but then you cough on someone, they're going to get the virus really bad because they have, like, yeah. you know, that's why... Um, that's un- it. Yeah, I mean, that's why uh, the, the, you know, the person who was working at the train station and some idiot spat, spat at her and she really sadly passed away, you know, she got a huge viral load. So what do you think about that, um, Rocco? Obviously, Tammy Abram- Abraham isn't a huge player for Chelsea because, I mean, recently Giroud has been playing instead of him but we don't know what Frank Lampard's plans are what do you think that is how do you think that yeah. that will affect say your your you know top four hopes etc yeah I mean like uh, one of the biggest uh, factors of, uh, one of the biggest reasons that we've been so successful this season is because our squad has so much chemistry a lot of them that a lot of our club are English a lot of them have come up through the academy a lot of them are young and uh, from Chelsea, like, all their lives. And I think that Tammy Abraham is one of those people. And club morale-wise, which is a huge factor, obviously, in how the team performs on the pitch, Tammy not being there will uh, will be will be quite effective. Uh, it's a bit like how he was injured, but he, he still went. He still was in the changing rooms with them. He still... He was in the uh, stands, etc. He still kept morale up. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that top four hopes will... They won't change drastically, but it's hard to tell. I, they could easily change drastically, and they could not be affected at all. Yeah. Um, but then, let's say we don't even qualify for Europe, there's going to be those fans. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to admit this, there's going to be those fans that will be like, oh, it's because they started it too early and Tammy wasn't there, even if it wasn't. There's always going to be people that get really, really mad uh, about that. Yeah. And I just think that, as I said before, you can't really cater for everyone. And it's it's a hard, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, Jude, what do you think? I mean, I know it's not for Chelsea, but do you think if you were to have a player, let's say Alderweireld, you know, big player for you, but there is backup... If he were to, ha- if he was in the exact same position as Tammy Abraham, what do do you think that's completely unfair on Tottenham and on him? Or you know. Yeah, I think obviously it would be like unfair if the season started without certain players because then clubs with their players could just go ahead and thrive while other clubs are lacking because some of their players are gone. And obviously, Tammy Abraham also is a really, like... He's a goal scorer. Yeah. And, like, if, obviously, upcoming uh, players need practice and so they could get better and become, like, world-class. Whereas if, obviously, he needs to take these big breaks and he's not playing as much, it can, like, affect how well the player plays when he comes back. It could genuinely, like, bad, very badly affect his career. So, um... Just to let's we can con- conclude it, um, Rocco. So, do you think a the Premier League should restart in June or in August, or do you think the I mean resume in August or June, or do you think the Premier League should be scrapped and they should give Liverpool the title? And it's so complicated, right? So, I think wait, can, I quickly, can I quickly say? Can I quickly say? It's the the main reason it's so complicated is because. You've got this year. It's been so tight, like literally, from really twentieth. It's been like fifteen points, like 
from mid-table to 20th, it's literally been under 15 points. A few games. And, yeah, so exactly. That's like five games, right? That's five games to win, and then you're in the you're out of relegation. So teams like Watford are going to be like, no way are you going to do that, all right? No way am I going to get relegated. Like, I could, even, I could come 10th this year, you know? So bearing that in mind, do you think the Premier League should restart? Let's say, first of all, should, do you think the Premier League should be scrapped? And they should give honours to Liverpool, give Champions League football to whoever's in Champions League, relegate whoever is in relegation. Do you think that should happen? Uh, I think that you you choose one and half of England will be unhappy. You choose the other and the other half will be unhappy. Personally, for Chelsea, I would say resume it because this has been a good season for us and I think that Giroud is... Giroud can fill Abraham's boots. Um, but also, you have to think about the championship. Like, yeah, Leeds. Yeah, Leeds like, have had an amazing season. Yeah, and like people like will get angry from the championship. Obviously, they're linked. If Liverpool get the trophy and then Leeds don't get promoted or whatever, like it's mm. just unfair. Yeah. Because they can't vacation and like give Liverpool a trophy or just scrap the whole thing because yeah. it's out on both seasons. I mean, um, personally, for Chelsea, I'd say resume, but. For the actual good of English football, I can't, I can't say. Um, yeah. So for me personally, all right, I'm going to be honest, me being an Arsenal fan, I mean, like, bearing in mind the whole situation of the coronavirus, I think the Premier League should not carry on in June or in August. All right, I don't think it should. I think, I, I reckon what, we've got, about two months left of game. Like, if it was normal, we'd have about two months, right? Yeah. I honestly think that we should restart in January. I honestly think we should restart in January. And I know, and I know, I know it's, it's hard. It's not easy. I can't live for that long. I know, all right? And we've got, I mean, some would say that we've got Bundesliga, all right? But at the end of the day, all right, all of the situations won't work for Arsenal, all right? If we resume, all right, Arsenal fans would be like, oh, come on, that's unfair. We didn't get enough training time, all right? If we don't get top four, which I, I think we could easily get top four, all right? I know we're, what, eighth now, ninth? I don't know. We, are e- we could easily get top four, all it's right? Very- I doubt that. Oh, come on, yes, we could, easily. <laughs> come on, that's a joke, that's a joke. Listen, okay, let's just you say the Chelsea didn't get top four. Let's just say the Chelsea That is a joke, that's a joke. We could easily get top four. Oh, I'm okay, so, I'm not, I'm fuming. I'm let's fuming at that. I'm absolutely it, fuming at let's that. Let's call it top three because no. Liverpool are out of the equation. Okay? No, I'm, I'm fuming. I'm absolutely fuming. <laughs> Premier League table. No, I'm fuming. I'm absolutely furious. <laughs> I'm triggered you. Good, they might be able to win Okay, let's just no, Liverpool are out of the equation. I don't care. We're going for second, third, fourth. Okay. What the hell was my time Leicester, thing? Leicester, Chelsea... Tottenham, uh, United, City. All right, all right, Tottenham. all right, all right. So I mean, Arsenal, Arsenal are in ninth. All that's right. Six to get into three. Arsenal are in ninth. All right. Chelsea are in fourth. We're eight points apart, and we've got a game in hand. So we are potentially five points in. In. in okay, um, let's say that Chelsea. So you're telling me that you're telling me. All right. You're telling me that Arsenal couldn't get five five points in ten games. I mean in. In uh, yeah, in nine games. Take into a, but other other clubs have to play games as well. Yeah, like 
Like, it's not just resuming just for Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I get that, I get that, I get that. Let but me, Chelsea, Chelsea might not get top four. You've got United, who've just made a star signing and beat City. And they're, they're, they looked on good form before this happened. They could easily fill our spot and get fourth or third even. Yeah. Leicester are very consistent and I, I doubt that they'll let this slip. Yeah, so uh, ju- just to say, just to say... um. So, Bournemouth are currently in 18th, which is at the start of the relegation zone. Um, so, there is 13 points between Arsenal and Bournemouth. So, Arsenal are in 9th and Bournemouth are at 18th. You could get to a 4 or get relegated. <laughs> exactly. So, it's, it's mad. Okay? It's, it's all up in the air. So, basically, I think the, the league has to resume in some way. I don't know when, but I no. think... What do you think, Drew? I think like, they could, like... Because I'm pretty sure they were thinking about doing this with the Champions League and have, like, just, like... Obviously, it's, it's unfair based on fitness and stuff, but, like, a two-week competition. And they just play all their games, like, today. But the thing is, then, fitness-wise and, like, injury-wise, it's just... Well, the thing is with that is that you'd have to give a lot of time for the players to get in shape. Because if they were to do that right now, it wouldn't work. If they were to do it in a week, it wouldn't work. You'd have to probably give them, like, a long time to train to do that. Yeah, and then, like, in August, that's how, how many days? That's a month. I well, know, but, no, it's a month and a few days. Yeah. It's so May. But, like, I think it is enough for players to get back into shape. But, obviously, some players like Tammy Abraham and all that are still, like... You have to respect their... Yeah. Situation. So, Rocco, what do you think? I think that I agree with I agree with that, and I think that uh, personally, I think that you have to take into account the the majority's opinion over, let's say, Abraham and Dini, because at the end of the day, they're they're not the league. And I get that. You say that Watford. That's a huge, uh, way more than Chelsea. That's yeah, a huge I mean, factor, oh, but. If Watford then get like relegated or whatever, uh, or, of course, like, there's going to be so much complaints. It's, it is unfair. It is unfair on Watford. It is unfair, but then it, but then it's it. Either way you do it, it's going to be unfair on someone. Yeah. In any single, yeah, a, any way point. you do it, it's going to be unfair on someone. All right. Well, I mean, I think we've kind of gotten to the end of it now. There's not that yeah. much to talk about. So thank you guys for being on. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's good, 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 good podcast. Yeah, thumbs up. Um, just to say, before we end it, please vote for me in the British Podcast Awards. Not uh, saying I'm going to win, but link in, um, in, in description. Why not just do it, yeah. You know, for a laugh. You're not going to vote for anyone else. Exactly, so. you're not yeah. going to vote for anyone you're, else. You're not going to keep doing anything else either. Yeah, so just do it. Um, and when you do it, remember they'll send you an email. You've got to confirm your vote or your vote won't count. So yeah, anyway, thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe and I'll see you later. Goodbye.